At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the Rivers Casino here in Des Plaines, Illinois, getting you prepped not only for tonight, but tomorrow and Sunday. We've got plenty to go around, and honestly, furthermore, because we'll be talking college football bowl games with Sean King in 15 minutes fellow VEASAN host and former NFL QB, and he is going to be still sweating out his Cincinnati Bearcats in their hope to win the whole dang thing. We'll get his thoughts on their next matchup, along with several others throughout the college football bowl slate, and we'll try to squeeze in some NFL if we have some time with Sean King. That's going to be in 15 minutes. Also, James Salinas back in his regular spot a half hour from now. Some top plays for the upcoming NFL slate with James, a former Super Contents champion, so always love getting his insight, analysis, and he really gets down into the nitty-gritty of how he handicaps some of these top games. So we'll look forward to that in a half hour with James. 45 minutes from now, like we always do, we've got Danny's Dime, some of my best bets that I've already made throughout this past week, some that I've included not only for tonight, but Sunday and beyond. And then we like to kick things off looking at the props for the upcoming NFL slate. So if you don't mind, let's go ahead and begin that way with Prop Shelf. Some of the top props for the upcoming NFL schedule. And I've got several that have made the list and a few that I've bet. And one that kind of sliding in there that I think you should consider. But let's begin with Matt Ryan, who came through for us, what was it, last week against the Buccaneers, I believe, over his past attempts. Uh, I was joking, saying, well... We can't really call him Matty Ice anymore based on the way he's been playing, but I'm going to give him his nickname once again because he came through. So he's Matty Ice for this week, unless he doesn't give us this over. But for right now, he's still Matty Ice. We're looking over his completions for this game, 20 and a half. At Bet Rivers, the over is minus 135, under is plus 105. It's not ideal to lay the minus 135 here, but if we look down into the reasons why he should go over, then I think it's worth the play. Because on average this season, Matt Ryan is getting about 24 pass completions per game. He's also gone over 20 and a half completions in 8 out of 12 contests this season. Now, even furthermore, to begin this year, I mean, the first six games he eclipsed this mark in every single one of them. Then he kind of hit a dud, and there were several games where he really just stunk and didn't have any receiving options with Ridley gone, Patterson had an injury, and Russell Gage wasn't a factor. 
And we know the defense are going up against Carolina. When you look at their DVOA metrics and some other things, yeah, they're not too shabby. They're pretty sound. But, you know, they've benefited, uh, benefited from an easier schedule and just a successful start at the beginning of the season, in my opinion. I think you got to take the Panthers a little bit more into context. That doesn't necessarily mean they have a bad pass defense, but I don't think it's dominant enough to where it would sway me away from believing in Matt Ryan over his completions. And in that past game against Carolina on Halloween, if you remember, it was 19-13, I believe, was the final score. Panthers got the dub. Matt Ryan in that game went 20 of 27, just 146 passing yards. So all in all, it's going to be you know kind of that revenge angle with a division opponent overall in the grand scheme of things. But for Matt Ryan in particular, he needs to have a lot better game. And he kind of bounced back last week against Tampa Bay, a weaker secondary this season, had 30 completions on 41 attempts, passed for almost 300 yards, 297 to be exact. But when you look at that matchup against Carolina, so he was one completion away, right? And a big piece that he was missing was Russell Gage, who has been the constant leading receiver as of late since Ridley's absence, and he was not in that game. You got to think he could have at least provided one more catch to get him over that mark. I think you're getting a buy-low spot here on Matt Ryan, and I'm willing to lay the minus buck 34 or buck 35 to be exact. So let's go with Matty Ice, over 20 and a half completions against the Panthers on Sunday, minus 135. That's the first prop we're going to kick it off with. Let's move on, but we'll keep it in this game. Look at the opposing squad. Talking about DJ Moore. I don't think we've bet any Panthers receivers, maybe in a primetime game, that's about it. But DJ Moore, if you look at his receiving yards prop at Bet Rivers, 54.5 is the number it's set at. And it is slightly shaded to the over, nothing too crazy. But it's minus 117. The under is minus 112. Again, I'm going to be playing the over in the spot with Moore, who's far and away the leading receiver on this team. And he's leading the team in targets by a large margin. He's got 112 overall. The next closest is Robbie Anderson with 69. And Cam Newton has been loving him. Some DJ Moore, I think nine targets over the past couple of games. But you look at this receiving yards mark of 54 and a half. On average, DJ Moore is racking up five and a half receptions over nine targets and 71 receiving yards per game. Plus, even more so, he's gone over this in a majority of games, eight out of 12 to be exact. The Falcons' defense has been a train wreck. It just fails to get better year in and year out. I know they have some bright spots here and there, but they rank 29th in DVOA pass defense, allowing receivers 9.9 yards per completion. And you look at more, I mean, himself, he's putting up 13 yards per catch. Again, you look at also what he did against them in that game. I mean, four catches, eight targets, 59 receiving yards. Look, I, I've been giving Cam Newton a lot of grief since he's been back, but it more so isn't directed at him personally. It's the people who freaked out when he got two touchdowns from the one-yard line thinking that the Panthers were going to be a playoff team all of a sudden. But you got to think Cam Newton's a little bit better option than Sam Darnold at this point, even though Cam looked awful in the last game coming off a bye. Maybe he'll be kind of rejuvenated here. But whatever the case is, I think you're getting a good spot here with DJ Moore and look for him to get over 54 and a half receiving yards with the odds set at minus 117 at Bet Rivers. Next prop that we're delving into, this is going to be the final official one that I'm doing right now. And, you know, sometimes I'll add some late. Like last week, we had a David Montgomery edition, and he got over his rushing yards. And then we got screwed with a Dalton under his passing yards because of the last play of the game. That was meaningless. Don't get me started on it. Honest, obviously, I'm still fed up about it. But Kareem Hunt is the last one we're officially doing for now. His rushing yards number, if you do a little searching, 30 and a half is the number you can get. Now, you got to pay a little bit of a price to the over, about minus 130. The under's even money. I even saw maybe it was minus 125 out there. Regardless, I would play it up to minus 131, what we're showing right now. Because Kareem Hunt, look, he hasn't gotten the most opportunities, but in the seven games that he's been involved with, he's averaging 11 carries, 54.5 rushing yards per game, and about five yards per carry. He's also gone over 30.5 rushing yards in six out of seven games, every single game he's played in except for one. And that was the last game he played in against the Ravens a couple weeks ago. But take that into context. Look, he was removed from the game a little bit early. And he was also coming back from his injury. So who knows if he was 100%. He got some action, got another week of rest, and now he'll be ready to go in a game where I think, and I have stated this a couple times this past week, that the Browns have the advantage and will probably win. We'll recap that a little bit later in the show. But this Browns offense, what they do exceptionally well 
is pound the rock. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, great duo. They do it exceptionally well when they can, and the offensive line is healthy. And the Ravens have a really solid run defense. There's no denying that. They're allowing opponents just four yards per carry, ranked fifth in DVOA run defense and less than 90 yards per game. But I think this is going to be a little bit different outlook. Ravens coming off an emotional loss, tough division game, and a defense off of everything that's just banged up and depleted. Also something interesting to point out, so a lot of times you don't want to bet these duo backs in one of their overs, at least the main guy, because the secondary guy in this case, Kareem Hunt, contributes enough to take away some of those reps. But looking at who the Ravens have faced, I thought this was interesting. A couple of backs who have gone over this mark. So, for example, the Lions, when they played the Ravens, DeAndre Swift got 47 rushing yards. Then Jamal Williams, the secondary back, got 42. Melvin Gordon got 56. Javante Williams got 48. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 53. Marlon Mack, 47. Joe Mixon, 59. And then P. Ryan, 52. So there have been instances where we've seen teams feature two backs consistently and the secondary guy has gone over this by a pretty comfortable mark, and you could probably argue that Kareem is better than all of them. All right, so look for Kareem Hunt over his rushing yards, 30-and-a-half minus 131. I know it seems like there's a lot of 32-and-a-halves out there, so if that's the only number you have available, I would still play that over for Kareem Hunt. Look, he's getting 11 carries per game, like we said. I know he only got like seven last week. I'm going to guess he's probably going to get about nine to ten carries, and that should be enough to push him over 30 and a half rushing yards up to 32 and a half is what I would play. So those are the props that I'm playing officially as of this point. I wanted to throw out one more that I think you should consider. And the reason that I didn't end up pulling the triggers because this number moved so rapidly when I saw it and was trying to bet it earlier is at like 187 and a half and then it jumped up immediately. So now you're seeing kind of about 191, 193 around that territory. But if you're comfortable doing it still, I mean, looking at what Taysom did last week, terrible performance in terms of just two touchdowns, four interceptions, awful, we all get that. But on 19 completions, he was still able to manage 264 passing yards against that Cowboys defense. You're getting the Jets this week. The Jets stink. That's apparent. We all know this. They rank 32nd in DVOA pass defense. They allow 280 passing yards per game and 11.1 yards per catch to opposing teams. Now, as indicated by the spread, this actually might be a closer game. So it might not be a blowout to where they're just running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, not needing to pass it. There may be a few situations where he's going to have to sling the ball, going to have to contribute to this lead or try to win the game toward the end. And you look at the Jets, since it's such a low mark, 10 out of 12 opposing quarterbacks have gone over this mark against the Jets. The two that didn't, uh, Tyrod Taylor got 158, Mac Jones got 186, so just missed it. I mean, they just kept running the rock. And Alvin Kamara could be back in this game, which I suppose could contribute to more production on the ground, but it also could benefit in terms of the checkdowns and the short passing game with the screens for Taysom Hill. It's shooting up to 200 at some places, so my point being, if you get this, like under 193 or so, I think you should still strongly consider it. But, of course, there's a little bit of setback where you could go, well, the Saints defense just completely demolishes his Jets inept offense, and all the Saints are going to have to do is run the ball. You won't need him to pass it as much. So it's not an official play for me, but a strong consideration to Taysom Hill over his passing yards on Sunday. Like we said, the plays we're rolling with, though, Matty Ice over 20-and-a-half pass completions, DJ Moore over 54-and-a-half receiving yards, and give me Kareem Hunt over 30 and a half rushing yards. We'll recap NFL a little bit later in the show. Coming up next, talking college football bowl games. Sean King, former NFL QB, decent host, joining us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. So you've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and the Big Apple, New York, with your host, Will Hill. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you get hooked up five episodes a week, local sports betting content. And speaking of content, a man who delivers it night in and night out, Sean King, co-host of the Nightcap right here on VEASAN, former NFL quarterback, joining us to get you ready for some not only college football bowl action, but NFL as well. So, Sean, always a pleasure having you on. Got to ask you about the Navy and Army matchup. Everybody's rushing to bet this thing under, and it's still an incredibly low total. Might not be low enough, but it's at 35. Currently, the spread's at 7 in favor of the Black Knights. Are, do you have any skin involved in this game as of this moment? I don't. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to do. Just the eye test tells me that Army's the far superior team from a talent standpoint. But when you look at strength of schedule, Navy's been competitive with a schedule that's a lot tougher than Army's. And then, you know, you add in the fact that this game always seems to be a hard-fought contest. I don't know if I can go under 35. I probably would lean just because I've watched Army play a lot this year. I'll probably lean towards Army minus the seven. I just think when Navy doesn't have a dynamic player at quarterback, that offense really struggles to put up points, and they haven't really figured their quarterback position out this year. So I think the more talented Army team actually covers the number. Okay, yeah, and you know, that number has come down from 7.5 to 7, so if you do want to take Army, might move back up sooner rather than later, so it could be the option to take it now so you're not missing the best side. But Army has been a really dominant team, especially on the offensive side of the ball and their defense too, but nevertheless, I mean, it's going to be a fascinating game. Always is and always fun to watch that one this weekend. As well, looking farther ahead, we still got plenty of time, Sean, but... We, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about Cincinnati. You've been all over them this season, and they made it to the Final Four for the college football playoffs. And the Bearcats catching 13 in the hook right now against Bama. This total's at 58. You and I were kind of talking off air. I'm sure this thing will get up to two touchdowns or more, and then there could be some value. It also kind of seems scary to give Nick Saban so much time to prepare for a game like this. Yeah, um... That, that's always a concern, the familiarity that the Alabama program has with this process. And, you know, it applies to Michigan and Cincinnati, their first time being in the college football playoff. How do you manage the four weeks between the conference championship and the semifinals? And, you know, when do you travel? You know, all kind of things come into play. And so Georgia and Alabama have an advantage. But I think Cincinnati, I just think the confidence they gained in their 24-21 loss through Georgia last year in the bowl game is going to reap its benefits this year. I'm going to play Cincy on the money line to win outright, but I am going to also play them with the points. So I'm just going to wait a little closer because, as you mentioned, I think it's going to click up to 14. Might even get to 14 and a half. But I think Cincy has a chance to win this game outright. 
you know, don't forget, this Bama team has been very inconsistent. You know, uh, the LSU game, the Auburn game, they haven't been the dominant team. And they lost Mechie, their second-best wide receiver. Uh, I just I, – I, I feel like since he believes they can win, and I'm, I think they're going to keep it close and have a chance to win it. Oh, baby, going for the long shot. They're plus 420 right now if you want to go money line. Like you said, being a little bit patient, probably going to get a better number. We'll have to be sweating that one out for you. I know you've been riding them this whole season, and how crazy would it be if they just take down Nick Saban and company? Man, that would be something else. But uh, I like it. You're sticking with your guns, sticking with your boys, Cincy against Bama. We got time to process that, but we'll be a little patient in terms of betting that. Looking a little bit closer into the future, though, Sean, let's talk about this week's NFL slate and a big game that everybody wants to get involved with, it seems, Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Now, the Buccaneers up to a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the spread. This total's at 53-and-a-half. Could end up being one of those totals where you, you could put it however high and people are still going to hammer the over. Do you think the Bills have what it takes, or based on what you've seen these past few weeks, are, are you a little maybe bearish on this Buffalo team? Uh, I'm actually going to be on Buffalo's side. I, I don't know if they can win this game outright, but I do think their best performance is going to be played this Sunday. You know, uh, Tampa's still battling some injuries. They aren't fully healthy. You know, the only scary part is if you take away the Dallas game, Tampa has won the rest of their home games by an average of 26 points. They really have been rolling people in Tampa, but I just feel like Buffalo's going to make a stand. I feel like they were embarrassed on TV, you know, allowing the Patriots, you know, to only attempt three passes and still come away with a win. So, so I think they'll be focused. They'll be ready to prove a point. I like the Bills and the points on Sunday. All right, let's move on to an AFC West showdown with Kansas City and Las Vegas. This line keeps bouncing back and forth, but Kansas City currently at Bet Rivers laying nine in the hook with a total of 48. Last time they matched up, you know, Kansas City had everything go their way. You think Las Vegas could keep this thing close, or are the Chiefs just a completely different team toward the latter half of this season? I'm all on the Raiders. You know, I still don't trust the Chiefs to cover these big numbers. You know, they got very lucky uh, against Denver. That, that game should have been 10-6 at the half. For some reason, Denver attempted to go for it on fourth and two, you know, when they should have taken the, the, the field goal. I don't know what, what they have going offensively, but they're just not explosive and dynamic as they have been. And every time we kind of count the Raiders out, what happens? Carr plays a Aaron Rodgers-type game, and I think that's coming Sunday. I like the Raiders and the points, and I'm probably going to fade the Chiefs all the way down the stretch if they keep getting these nine-plus numbers because I just don't see them covering these numbers with regularity. All right, Sean, i got to ask you about another AFC West team. You know, the Chargers have a favorable matchup, everyone would probably say, against the Giants at home on Sunday. But this line is ticking down in favor of the G-Men. It was upwards to 10, maybe 10.5 for Los Angeles. Now it's at 9, total at 43.5. I know there's some injury concerns with the Chargers, but what are you thinking about this game now that the spread has moved down in favor of New York? I actually like the total. I like under in that contest. I just don't see Jake Fromm and that Giants offense being able to put up a lot of points. And with the, the Chargers having some injuries, I think they're going to try and shorten the game, uh, feed Austin Eckler in that run game, and you know just try and get away with a win. So I'm not really going to touch a side, but I do like the total under in that game. Yeah, and the total's been moving down a lot too. So once again, could be a look where you want to get on that sooner rather than later. Cowboys and the Washington football team, all eyes will be on this one too. Big division showdown. Washington's been such a hot team as of late. And look, the Cowboys have been kind of Jekyll and Hyde from time to time. This line's at four and a half, this total at 48. Any best bet you like for this matchup? Yeah, Riverboat, Riverboat Ron is at it again, huh? He finds a way, doesn't he? Washington is hot. Uh, Heineke's trying to prove that, you know, he's a long-term answer at quarterback. I like Washington in the point. You know, McCarthy came out and basically guaranteed a win, which is exactly what I needed him to do to make sure that the Washington football team is focused. I'm going to take Washington and the points in this one. You know, this is a big game for that division because uh, these two teams still have both of their uh, interconference games remaining. So they each kind of control their destiny. And I actually have Washington winning the NFC East. So, you know, this was a big step in that direction. I'm going to take Washington plus the points, but I'll also have Washington money line. Sprinkled in as well. 
I like it. Plus 175 right now for Washington. As someone who's holding the season win total ticket of eight, I will definitely be rooting with you on that one. Uh, Sean, we got about 90 seconds left. Talk to me about the Bears and the Packers. We're here in the Chicagoland area just setting our expectations as low as possible, but is there any hope for Chicago in this game? Well, I just want to know if they ever sell the Bears. Does Rodgers get, like, a percentage? Because he said he owns the team, so. <laughs> you know, I, I just, uh, if I was a Bears fan, I just would hope that Justin Fields is all the way healthy and uh, we can see, continue to see glimpses. Uh, of the ability and talent that he has. But I think Green Bay's going to cover this easy. You know, they seem focused. You know, they've probably been the most consistent team from start to finish in the National Football League. You think since that debacle in Jacksonville versus the Saints in week one, I mean, Green Bay's been playing some, some really, really good football. So I, I like Green Bay to cover it, unfortunately. But, you know, as a Bears fan, you guys just want Fields to be completely healthy and back to demonst demonstrating the, that first-round ability that he does possess. Yeah, like I said, I mean, expectations are so low at this point. And really, from the beginning of the season, for realistic expectations, it's all been about keeping Fields healthy and getting his development on track. So that's the most you can hope for, especially when you're going on the road prime time to Lambeau Field against the owner of the Bears, Aaron Rodgers. But look, Sean, unfortunately, that's all the time we got. Always love catching up with you. Thank you for making some time tonight, and enjoy your weekend, my friend. All right, thanks for having me, brother. At Real Sean King is where you can catch him on Twitter. Great follow not only there, but when he's co-hosting the Nightcap alongside Tim Murray right here on VEASAN Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern time. We'll get you squared away with recaps of games, early look-aheads, and much more Monday through Friday. Coming up next, another man who's going to get us prepped for this weekend, James Salinas, former Super Contest champ, co-host of the Pro Football Blitz here on VEASAN. Top plays for the NFL slate. Stick around. Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. It is that time. The VSN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here, and it's got everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games. That includes insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're making a bet on every game, playing contests, or you just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th, so make sure you get your copy today for only $19.99, and you can get that at vsin.com slash subscribe. That is vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, we are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And joining us from the Mile High City, our Friday regular, former Super Contest champ and co-host of the Pro Football Blitz here on the weekends, it is James Salinas at Rounding again on the tweets. James, good to have you back. Thank you, as always, for making some time. Let's get right into it. I know you got several plays that you've already keyed in on for this upcoming week. And I'm glad we're talking about this one because I got some interest in it. So I need to hear what you're saying first. Bengals 49ers line has moved towards San Fran about a point and a half favorite. Do you agree with that line movement? Are you focused on the total? What's your angle here? I, I lean towards the 49ers in this matchup, but it's more so I'm looking at the total. And I'm looking at the total for a couple of reasons, playing the under here at 49 Looking at both sides offensively, we already know where we're at with Joe Burrow. He is going to play this week, but we know that his, his pinky is going to be an issue. Got hurt last week against the Chargers, but even prior to that, wasn't really throwing the ball that well, wasn't playing up to the standards. That I think even as a young quarterback, I feel like we've been talking about Joe Burrow so much. I think we're so used to not only what he's done in the first two years, how well he's played, but also what he did in college. But you know, over the last four games, three touchdowns and five interceptions. So the Cincinnati offense is starting to regress. And and what are we going to get? Are we going to see Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon has been really key in this offense to give them some balance when they decide to commit to running the football with him. 
just don't know what his status is going to be. So far, he did not practice all week due to an illness. And I always get a little worried, Danny, when we see you look on those practice or those injury reports and it says illness. Not really sure exactly what that's going to mean. But the fact that Joe Mixon did not practice all week, that's got to be concerning. Even if he does play, is he going to be at full strength? We know the offense is not going to be at full strength on the Cincinnati side. And then flips to the other side with the San Francisco 49ers on the offense. Not going to have Elijah Mitchell back there running the football. He is clearly by far their best running back. And then running back slash wide receiver Debo Samuel. Is he going to play this week? Now, he did finally get on the practice field on Friday just in a limited fashion. He's working through a groin injury right now. Will he be at 100%? Even if he does play on Sunday, we suspect I suspect he won't be 100% to be able to, to, to run the football the way that he has as well as being the receiving threat that he is. And then defensively for the 49ers, you're going to get Fred Warner back on the field, the leading tackler, really, the they're, in my mind, their most impactful defensive player for that San Francisco 49er team. So getting healthier on the defensive side, both teams missing some key playmakers on offense for both sides. And I'm looking at this total here. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the day on Sunday. I think it's going to be a highly competitive game sitting at this total at 49. I'm playing the under. Agreed. Well, look, James, I'm pumped for it, too. And I'm glad you at least said you're leaning towards San Francisco because I'm taking them on the money line. So I'll take that even if it's not a full play as long as you're leaning that way. But I like your under angle, too. I, I really haven't focused too much on that total in the game, but it is moving down toward what you're saying. I mean, 48 and a half is what we're seeing at Bet Rivers. I'm sure there's still some 49s out there, but you're right. A lot of signs pointing to the fact that this could be more of a defensive-minded game. Lack of offense, total going under could be the right angle. Let's talk about a division showdown next, James, in the NFC East. A lot of people are getting involved in this one because it seems that, I don't know, this line's moving in favor of Washington. We saw it at about five. Now it's at four and a half, taking on Dallas at home. This total's at 48. What angle are you seeking out here? Thinking about where are the Cowboys right now offensively. I think since we've seen Dak Prescott come back from that calf injury, just hasn't looked at we know he's not fully healthy and he just hasn't looked really comfortable in the pocket and it, I think that calf that calf injury has really limited any kind of explosiveness he has to get outside of the pocket and extend plays not feeling comfortable with where he is physically right now with his legs underneath of him because since he's come back in those five games since that injury he's only thrown seven touchdown passes with five interceptions and I know that they've got some issues at the wide receiver position whether it's been through injury it's been through COVID sickness you name it they haven't been at full strength offensively uh, for his for the wideouts, but they also are really banged up in the backfield. And I think when they were having success earlier in the season, so much of that was predicated on the run. Great balance running and running and throwing the football. Well, that's really tailed off the last few weeks. Tony Pollard, we know what kind of a, a, a do-it-all back that he is coming in, especially on third down and his explosiveness to be able to get involved in the pass game. Uh, he did not practice all week, so what is his status going to be? I suspect he's probably not going to be available on the field Sunday and we know Zeke Elliott's well documented how he's been fighting through a knee injury for oh really the last five six games so he's not fully healthy either so this is an offense here for the Dallas Cowboys that has some issues with it when it comes to health as well as being cohesive up front and feeling like they've they're getting their both the run game and the pass game clicking here and then you're looking at the Washington football team on the other side now they've won four straight games and I think we're starting to see this this defense for starters actually playing to the level that was expected of them coming into the season. We remember how Washington finished the season last year going on the streak that they did and was really predicated on that defense and in particular that front four getting after the quarterback. And I think really Rivera and maybe Del Rio, defensive coordinator for the Washington football team, maybe got a little lazy because they had such such great talent up front, really weren't creative with some of their pressure packages. But over the last four games, playing without Montez Sweat as well as Chase Young, who's lost for the season, unfortunately, they've had to be more, uh, a lot more creative with some of their pressure fronts and some of the blitzes that they've been able to apply some pressure with during this four-game win streak, Danny. And the other piece to this, I think, is when they've, they've won those last four games, prior to those four games, they went into their bye, and I think we've seen a completely different offensive uh, game plan coming out for this Washington football team that's really led them to be in the position that they're in now, winning four straight. 
was they, during their bye, looked at, we've got to start running the football. The best unit on this team now with the defense being banged up at the front is their offensive line, and they've committed to running the football. You think about Antonio Gibson, how well he's played the last four weeks, the volume of touches that he's had. He's averaged during this win streak over these four games 24 attempts rushing the football. Prior to that, he had averaged just 14 carries before these four games. And what it's really done, Danny, it's really helped Washington get ahead of the sticks. So now in those four-game winning streaks, they've converted 50% of their third downs, and a majority of those third downs were, were third and four or less. So much more manageable on third down to be able to continue to move the sticks. And I think that's taking pressure off the defense too. So all that said, Think about Mike McCarthy, in a sense, kind of guaranteeing that Dallas is going to win this football game. We know it's a great rivalry and it's a great grudge match with McCarthy saying they're going to win this game. In our industry, Danny, I think that's kind of the equivalent to us saying that's a lock. Dallas Cowboys, that's the lock of the week. (laughs) Well, then I'm going to go the other way. Give me the Washington football team plus the four and a half. Yeah, it's when everybody on Sunday Night Football picks the same team. They're like, "Eh, maybe I should reconsider my bet. Could be the case for that matchup. Will be a fun one. As will the Bills and the Bucks, James. This this line is at three and a half in favor of Tampa Bay. Totals at fifty three and a half. We got about ninety seconds left. What are we thinking here? This is going to be a heavily bet game. Heavily bet game and and a great game as far as the matchups is concerned. Potential Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl matchup. At least that was the thinking prior to the season. And then the Bucks are you know as a Super Bowl champion, you're not going to bring your best effort each and every week, but they're going to take their best punch from their opponent. Each and every week have the Bucks, and the Bucks need games that they get excited about, something to get them motivated. We saw that a few weeks back when they went on the road and played at Indy, especially in the second half, how they dominated that game. I think this, if you look at their schedule for the Bucks, this is, at least record-wise, this is the toughest team left on their schedule. It's a really soft schedule for the Bucks to finish out and close the 2021 season. I think the Bucks are fired up for this game. And on the other side, where are the Bills? They're, they're going to come ready to play, but where's the mentality and the mindset of this team after losing the way that they did on Monday Night Football? A lot of pressure and expectations for the Bills coming into the season to be one of the representative potential uh, representative of the AFC to be in the Super Bowl. How do they handle where they're currently sitting now especially losing at home on Monday night to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots where is this team mentally that's what I'm that's what I really want to see I'm going to bet against them here I'm going to take the bucks I laid late 20 cents dropped the number down to three I'm taking the bucks here minus three laying a dollar 20. I know I'm going back and forth on this because you still see this Bills team and catch it three and a half. You think that's the right play. But at the end of the day, based on what we've seen, and it's not even recency bias, it's been consistency. You got to have a little bit more faith in Tom Brady, I would think. So if it gets back down to three, I might have to join you on that. Otherwise, could just be sitting back waiting for a good in-game opportunity. But regardless of what happens, I'm sure it's going to be a blast to watch that one down in Tampa Bay. James, always appreciate your insight. We'll be looking forward to your content with Brady on Saturday and Sunday. Keep up the great work, and we'll catch up next week. Thanks, sir. Hey, good luck to your bets, and stay safe out there, my friend. Appreciate it. James Salinas, folks, you can follow him on Twitter at Rounding Again and also co-host of the Pro Football Blitz, like we mentioned, Saturday and Sunday, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here on VEASAN with another former Super Contest champion, Brady Cannon. Coming up next, we are wrapping up Rush Hour with Danny's Dimes heading into the weekend. Stick around. We'll hit that. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level because now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combination. In addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same game parlay props for college football matchups just in time for the biggest games of the season. So download the Bet Rivers app or simply go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9. With the Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. One Triple Eight, 532-3500. In Virginia, I will call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey. As play Sugar House. Void. Where prohibited. Okay, final segment here on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host. You can always follow me on the tweets at Danny Burke 5 for VEASAN at VEASAN Live. It is that time to go over my best bets for tonight and beyond. So let's get you squared away with Danny's Dimes. We're betting NHL tonight. We are betting NFL in the future. And, well, we're recapping some college football bowl games that we pulled the trigger on earlier this week. But let's begin on the ice, betting some puck tonight. Looking to keep things hot with hockey and Looking to take a team that started off as an underdog but has been getting steamed a little bit throughout the day into the evening. Let's go to New Jersey. The Devils taking on the Predators. And originally, New Jersey was even on the money line. And now they're up to about minus 113 at Bet Rivers. At home is the favorite. Predators about minus 103. This total is at six. Shaded slightly to the under, about minus 121. I guess a little more than slightly. But uh, we're not focused on the total. We're focused on the Devils and the money line. Now, this is kind of a rest advantage spot for the Devils who had last night off, and prior to that, got a comfortable win against the Flyers, who have been awful, 3-0 at home. As for the Predators, they played last night, got the job done, but barely against the Islanders, 4-3. The Predators are on a three-game win streak, but it's consisted of wins against the Islanders, the Red Wings, and the Canadians. You know, not the toughest of schedules, but still, three-game win streak, but back-to-back coming into this game. Also a little bit of a revenge angle for the Devils who fell victim to the Predators earlier this year, 4-2 on the road. But it looks like you're getting Mac Blackwood, your starting goalie between the pipes for the Devils, who's 5-3-3 this season with a 2.81 goals against average and a save percentage of 91. And he's also got two shutouts to his name this year. At home, that's where the two shutouts have been. But at home, he's been better. 4-1-2, 1.82 goals against average, and a save percentage of 94. It's not a huge sample size, but he's been tremendously better at home for Blackwood than opposed to the road. So advantage, you would think, toward the Devils. Now, Soros looks like he was a projected goalie last I saw for Nashville. He's been fairly solid. I mean, not bad. 11-8-1. 2.4 goals against average and a save percentage of 92 with one shutout. But looking at his splits, he has been worse away from home. I mean, on road ice, he's, look, 3-3-1, three, 3.3 three goals against average, 90% with his saves. And versus the Devils in the one game, he did fairly solid, only allowed two goals. But, you know, the Devils had their backup goalie in this game. So I just think because of the rest advantage, because you're getting your top goalie who performs better on home ice in this game, and you've seen the line movement go in that direction, 
that we should play New Jersey on the money line. I played it about minus 111. It's minus 113 now, so absolutely would still recommend playing the Devils on the money line for our lone play tonight and in hockey. Let's go Devils. All right, moving on, let's talk about some of the action we got in the NFL. Aside from our props, which we'll recap momentarily, but we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Let's go with some outright winners that we have wagered on for the upcoming NFL slate. We talked about this, I believe, on Tuesday, but AFC North matchup. Ravens, Browns, revenge game for Cleveland coming off a bye week. As for Baltimore, a team that is absolutely banged up, coming off an emotional Divisional loss after failing to convert that two-point attempt. Baltimore also opened up one and a half. Now you're seeing Cleveland as a three-point favorite. We played the Browns here about minus a buck 30 on the money line. The money line now at Bet Rivers minus 141. Personally, I'm comfortable enough to still lay that instead of doing the three and potentially pushing or losing it, of course. But I would still recommend playing the money line. Again, I mean, what it comes down to is just the rest in this game. And division opponents who are pretty even, you think they're going to split. The Browns need this. They're ticked off. They had their chances against Baltimore. Couldn't take advantage of the turnovers, but I think this game is going to be different. Ravens have just really had a tough season, dealt with so much adversity. And again, that emotional loss, the Browns will be prepared. They will be amped for this game because they know they are desperate for it and they need it. And also when you're looking at DVOA too, I mean, the Browns actually outrank the Ravens in a majority of the categories. DVOA offense overall, Browns are actually 13th. Ravens are 19th. Defense, the Browns are 16th. The Ravens are 24th. We could keep going deeper, deeper into the stats, but what the numbers are telling me and everyone else out there, in my opinion, is that the Browns should win this game, and I'm playing them on the money line against the Ravens in this revenge spot. I think that they complete that revenge and get the job done against the Ravens. So taking the Browns on the money line against Baltimore. Another play that I did just add today. We haven't talked about this. I mean, we've talked about the game, but not in terms of where I would bet it. We discussed it on Teaser Tuesday, and the 49ers were catching a point and a half, and man, we just missed it because now the 49ers are a point and a half favorite as opposed to the dog. But look, yeah, we missed the teaser, but I'm just going to take San Francisco out right here, play them about minus a buck 20 on the money line. We touched on this game with James Salinas. I mean, this Bengals team has a lot of questionable players. T. Higgins, Joe Burrow with the pinky, Joe Mixon, huge contributors to this team. Yeah, they probably all go, but what percentage are they going to be at? And you're getting a majority of the bets. You know, the public sees Cincinnati, and they're going, well, you know, the 49ers just dropped one to the Seahawks who stink. Why are the Bengals getting points at home? But to me, Cincinnati is finally starting to go back to what I at least expected them to play in the beginning of the year. And I guess that has to do because of the injuries. But still, San Francisco has found the rhythm. Just because they didn't get the job done doesn't mean that when you look deeper into the stats of the past game against the Seahawks that they shouldn't have won that game. I'm not going too crazy about that because that was a division game. Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson. They still have talent as bad as they've been. So that didn't blow my mind like a lot of people. So throw recency bias out the window. Looking at yards per play also, a number that's very important to consider. Overall, San Francisco's getting about six yards per play. Uh, Cincinnati, 5.7. But the last three games, San Francisco still right at six. Cincinnati just at 4.9. The offense has been going in the wrong direction. On the road, oddly enough, take it into account as much as you want. San Francisco's averaging 6.3 yards per play on the road. At home, Cincy, 5.7, but just wanted to more so throw out San Francisco on the road. Now, defensively, San Fran's allowing their opponents 5.3 yards per play. You look at Cincinnati, they're at 5.6. The last three, Cincy still at 5.6. San Fran's at 5.1. But on the road, uh, look, San Francisco is allowing just 5.1 and Cincinnati at home, 6.2. I don't know what it is with the home and road splits, but it's kind of flip-flop, but that's just the way it is. DVOA, like we always tend to reference, overall San Fran is 7th, Cincy is 19th. In the offensive game, San Fran is 4th, Cincy is 23rd. Defensively, San Fran 9th, Cincy 15th. The injuries do not bode well for Cincinnati. And I get it. The San Francisco offense is a little bit depleted themselves. But I'm kind of banking on the fact that they can actually bring some of these guys back. I have a little bit more faith in them, or at least Shanahan, to out-scheme Zach Taylor in this game of the defense. Biggest thing is getting healthier for San Francisco. So I'm going with the line movement. I'm going with, in my opinion, a little bit healthier, more trustworthy team with the momentum. Despite getting a loss, they were picking it up before then. Give me San Francisco on the money line. Minus the buck twenty for our other NFL play. 
And then really quick, because we'll talk about this later, but I did, I did have two college football plays from earlier in this week. Notre Dame, I played on the money line, minus the buck 30 versus Oklahoma State. It's easy. Look, college football bowl season, a lot of these games are revolved around narratives. Notre Dame has the biggest narrative opportunity in this whole bowl season. Marcus Freeman stepping up. The guys are rallying around him. They're going to Brian Kelly, throwing him the middle finger, saying, we don't need you, dude. We're going to win without you. Oklahoma State just lost their bid to get into the college football playoff, and they had four chances at the end of the game. The incentive is way higher. The motivation is way higher for Notre Dame with more to prove with Freeman. They want to get him the dub in this spot in spite of Brian Kelly. So let's go Notre Dame on the money line minus the buck 30. Another spot I bet line movement was going to the Mountaineers of Appalachian State. I bet them on the money line minus 135 versus Western Kentucky. Two top offenses, more so with the Hilltoppers. But I think the difference maker in this game it's going to be that Mountaineer defense to make a big stop or two. So I'm also betting App State minus 135 on the money line for my other college football bet. And just in case you missed it earlier at the beginning of the show, to recap all the plays and the props we touched on, some of the props we're going with for the National Football League on Sunday, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, over 20-and-a-half pass completions, minus 135 versus the Panthers. And speaking of the Panthers, how about DJ Moore? Over. 54 and a half receiving yards minus 117 and then Kareem Hunt over 30 and a half rushing yards minus 131 those were our props we're doing 49ers money line Browns money line Notre Dame money line and App State money line we're all money line baby but as always best of luck if you tell thank you to all of our guests thank you for everyone helping out with the show thank you to all the viewers tuning in enjoy all the games tonight and this weekend good luck with all your bets we'll catch up again on Monday until then take care from all of us here at Russia At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.